Get a jump start on 2024 in a new Kia from Robert Brogdon's Olathe Kia. Shop their large selection, including the new Sorento, Nero, and Soul models. You'll score big with low prices, trade assist cash, and a 30-day money-back guarantee. Visit OlatheKia.com. Isn't this a sports show? See, Spagnuolo is a gift to the human race, really to all of the whole planet and altogether. I bet animals would love Spags also. Mm-hmm. Actually, I know that's true. He's already friends with the honey badger. He's basically Cinderella. Almost entirely. I'm trying to imagine how that would go. I actually am right now. Yeah, <laughs> I am, and it's awesome. This is Almost Entirely Sports with Joshua Briscoe. What is that, a glass slipper? Is that for my left foot? Or my, is that oh, going to fit on my foot? The mall was yesterday. <laughs> Wait, what time do we What time do we have to go home? What, is it midnight? Oh, is it? Listen, what time is it? When is the morning, guys? Wait a second, is that, is that turning into a pumpkin? What, what time is it? A.M. or P.M.? Midnight and noon. Take the show with you by listening on the Sports Radio 810 mobile app at 810whb.com or by searching for Almost Entirely Sports wherever you get your podcasts. Are you telling me this horse was a rat? This ho- Wait, what? The horse, the horse is a rat? Why is it wearing your shirt? What's going on with the horse and the rat? Where's my honey badger? This is Almost Entirely Sports on Sports Radio 810 WHB. It hasn't been a great time to talk about the Kansas City Royals over the last week or so, but we had a chance to talk about them tonight, and they did us a favor. They won a baseball game, gosh darn it. That gives us something. 500th career start for Zach Granke. Got out of an early jam, right? And you, you get a little you get a little 2-1-W. We can, we can say some positive sounding things about the Royals on tonight's show. That hasn't been true for a while for a lot of reasons. Then he hit a ball hard. Two balls hard. And he got on base. No hit. Twice. But he got on base twice. I mean, that. what else could you ask for? His, his OBP is already rebounding. Ice Pyro, I will take a, um, you know, a mocha latte, please. Oh, what's the... He asked if anybody wants a drink, run. I, I'll tell you what I did uh, earlier today and then realized shortly before the show that I definitely need to go get it. I, uh, I I love the lip. Not an ad, everybody. Not a sponsor, but I love the Lipton Diet Green Tea Citrus. I, I've enjoyed both the regular and diet versions of this since I was a you know a youngin. Pre diabetic. Pre diabetes, and um, the Costco Diet Green Tea is great. The Lipton Citrus one I think is still the number one seed. It's a tight race for one and two between those two, but this is still number one for me. Uh, I I put this in the freezer earlier today, took it out a little before the show, shook it up. I basically got a little green tea kind of slushy going on. You hear those ice those ice bits swirling around in there? Um, so Ice Pyro, if I could just get maybe another 12-pack of uh, of these, maybe go and throw one in the freezer on your way up here, um, and then just drop them off the station, that'd be great. Appreciate it. I don't know why I paused if I was waiting for him to respond. I don't think he can, at least not in real time. Although our, our Twitch stream is uh, is is not very far delayed at all. In fact, the Twitch stream, here's a fun fact for you. If you don't know, Almost Entirely Sports, we stream across uh, a variety of video platforms. Now also including uh, the Sports Radio 810 WHB Twitter account, which yep. is a relatively new addition. Hi, Twitter. You can uh, watch us on the 810 Twitter or YouTube or Facebook or Twitch. We're in four places now. And uh, on Twitch, at least, the delay is going to actually be shorter than the delay over live radio. It's it's fast. It's like a couple seconds. We had a six-second delay here in case I say a word I'm not supposed to say. Seven seconds. By the way, Ice Pyro says it is a 12-hour drive. Then Masa Rehab is his go-to caffeine. So Ice Pyro, get about 12 hours of good sleep. You don't need to be here in 12 hours. We won't be here in 12 hours. I might, but we won't. We'll be here in 24 hours. Get about 12 hours of good sleep. That's good. Grab a couple muscle rehabs. Make a quick 12-hour drive. Yeah, don't and don't stop because we're going to need you to get here before 7. Otherwise, what's yeah. the point? Anyway, I, uh, I, do an, I enjoy a nice array of beverages. I'm, I'll say it. I'm not afraid. You know what I'm not afraid of is uh, the guest list for tonight. We have our friend Kent Swanson of KC Sports Network. He's been uh, we've had some Wednesdays off and on. He's been away off and on. Uh, so we get uh, our, our reunited and it will feel so good with Kent Swanson of KCSN here in about like 10 or 15 minutes. So if you don't like where this show started, 
You don't have to wait very long before it gets better uh, when Kent will join us at around 7.20-ish. And then at 9, we will close out the hour, uh, close out the show even, with uh, our dear friend Sterling Holmes of the Home Stretch. Sometimes I go do a little Briscoe Friday over on ESPN Kansas City with Sterling on the Home Stretch. Sometimes that Friday is a Thursday. Sometimes that Thursday is a Wednesday. No we- show Friday, Casey Current. We've got a little current action here. 730. Uh I was going to just say seven, so I'm glad that you. I'm sure there's going to be something happening at seven. Sure, there will be a best of sports radio eight ten WHB. You can tune in at six a.m. You could be tuned in right now and never change the channel away. Shouldn't. Don't leave your car. Hey, I'm not saying you have to listen to the station for 24 hours every day, but leave your car running with the radio on 24 hours a day. Gas is cheap right now, so I know it's not a problem. Gas is cheap, and the environment is great. Run your car 24 seven as a constant. Just re- just eight ten listener. I wouldn't say the environment's great, but that's largely because of this global climate fake news stuff that's out there, you know? Gas is cheap and the climate is fine! Anyway. It's... I almost said it's not warm outside, but it's actually it's very warm. It's yeah. too hot outside. It's too hot. This is when we discussed, we discussed on the home stretch earlier today. I'll make a brief uh, circle back around. I think my least favorite, like, body feeling is driving in a hot car as the air conditioner is like trying to get then you can feel it starting to work a little more as you get going more and more and it cycles that air out and everything but by the time i get to here you know let's say i've been driving for 15 minutes and it's finally started to cool down i've spent 15 minutes like trying to like arch my back away from the chair so i'm not just pressed up and just fully sweating into my stupid gray t-shirt dumb choice today i like the shirt it's a soft 810 shirt i like it but i'm just like about to sweat through my lower back and my pits and that you know the 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 like i guess under boob area for lack of a better word you know you get that one single drop of sweat i mean that's the scientific term so you're fine i think it is we've got you know every (laughs) weirdly word association game to the word under boob i think of one person definitively i think of one person Russell Westbrook. Because of the liner we have, where we discussed Russell Westbrook. I'm you all you know what? I, I believe in Rudy, and uh even though Kent is next, I we Kent doesn't need to, you know, hear his own Patrick Mahomes impression again. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But anyway, uh we'll have Kent here in a little bit, Sterling uh at nine, and then uh it's it's me and Rudy for the rest of the uh the rest of the show. We got we'll have the whole eight o'clock hour to ourselves. I don't even know what we're gonna do with it. We've got we've got so many places we could we could reach. Um which can include the Royals. Here's the thing. Uh th- and this is This is just the bed they've made. They won today. They've got did a fun they, prospect. Did they make the bed, or have they just left that bed in a horrible disarray of mess? They made this bed in, like, 2017, and nobody's made it since then. That's you know fair. what I mean? Like, the yeah, bed yeah, yeah. the bed has been basically left, and no one's washed the sheets of this bed for, like, several years now. Every now and then, I, like, just, I'll go, like, longer than I plan on without washing my sheets. Just not, not intentionally, you just kind of forget, right? And then you do wash them, and you're like... Why don't I do this more often? This feels nice. All right. Okay. You've you've brought us here, and you know what? Gosh darn! I'm glad you did. How often do you wash your sheets? Um, I would say I try to maybe like every eh, every other month, roughly. There, if, okay. There there can be some. Um, I, I'm, there are times I'm sure I've done it sooner for whatever reasons. Times I've done it, I've, it's been longer, right? Maybe again, wet the bed. You, you wash them sooner. Exactly. You just forget sometimes. Here's my here's my theory like on, on this. Average ish, I would say. Here's my theory on this. I think you just said every other in my month. Adult life, because there's sure. definitely a time in like in college. I I don't know if I ever did in like four years. I wish I'll stay. Did your sheets just come off like in the Who shape knows? of the mattress at the end, just fully like? Still couldn't fold it. Rigid. Nobody knows how to fold a fitted sheet, but I think at that point it wasn't fitted as much as it was custom molded to your mattress. You basically had plaster of Paris under your under your sheets. You you can't wash a sheet after th- three or four years in a college dorm. You just have to burn it. I think you said every other month, and everyone listening went what? 
Not because that's the worst answer imaginable, but because I think this is something that there's not a universal answer to. Because if if I lived in a world where I just had, you know, uh, I had a, a butler named Alfred, and Alfred just lived in, the, in my mansion, and I paid him a, you know, a, a handsome wage, and Alfred just took care of things for me. I think I'd have Alfred changing the sheets once a week. Maybe, 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 maybe every few days, just for, just because that, that, that fresh sheet feeling is great. Good. Plus, there'd be all the blood from, like, the Joker, you know, that would get on the sheets. I would just let that go, and I think it's a pretty good joke, but I think what you've insinuated now is even more, that, we talked about what the DC reboot needs. How did the Joker's blood end up in Bruce Wayne's bed? Not just Batman's, Bruce Wayne's bed. I think this is the I think this is the the new the new tale that this is the nightmare timeline. This is the, this is DC bringing some really some really interesting flavor to the table. I don't like I don't like remaking the bed. I don't I don't know why. I just I've never have it's it's like my least favorite easy chore. It, it doesn't like I I I very it's a it's a like 60% effort making of said bed, right? Yeah, it's just not. It's but not. It's just, it doesn't. It's never made total sense to me, just in the sense that, like, man, I'm just gonna get right back in this thing at some point. See, before long. But so I, I don't do, know. I, I am at the point where at the very but it feels least better I to have clean like, sheets. We've already agreed on pull, that, right? Pull the cover up so it's just flat. Yeah, you know, right? Again, it doesn't like. It's not perfect, but it's 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 good enough. So my Nobody's theory. Judge me too much. My theory is that you said every every couple months, and that some percentage of the audience went. Oh, I wash mine like twice a year, and a certain percentage of the audience went, "Oh my God, you're sleeping in your own filth for for two months." I wash my sheets every yes. Tuesday or whatever. I'm not sure what the uh, what the correct answer is. I'd like to put out a poll question, and I will I will begin working on this now. But I want to figure out how I can set this up in a way that won't taint the taint the the voter pool, because if I say you know. <laughs> One month, one week, two weeks, three weeks, all of a sudden, the every two months voting block is, is not properly represented. I don't want to gerrymander these poll results. Thank you. But I don't know... It is 2022, so you totally could, and <laughs> it would just widely be accepted, but, you know, thank you. I swore an oath to almost entirely sports. Um... I don't so I just don't know I don't know what the what the signposts here should be. Maybe I go weekly, every two to three weeks, monthly, every two, three months. That's gonna leave an option for longer that's not gonna be represented I, here. I would say maybe under two. Okay. Okay. Two to four. Less than two weeks. Maybe like two to four weeks. Two to three months, six plus? Or four plus? <laughs> what, if the, what if the last one after two to three months, what if that poll option is just, I'm nasty? Yeah, yeah, we'll know. We, we, we understand the time frame. <laughs> this is gonna, that's too, it's very judgy though. No, I mean, here's the thing. It's, it, I'm not saying there are, there are different. You can judge people in different ways, right? You can judge people in malicious ways. We don't need any of that in this world. We have too much of that. You can also kind of judge people, but like not in a, like a serious way. It's like, oh, you're nasty, but like I still respect you because you're a human being. Okay, here are my options: less than two weeks, monthly-ish, every two to three months. I'm nasty. I like it. Okay. I'm going to have to wait until we, we take a break, which we need to do like now to get to Kent when we want to. So I'll, I'll put this out during the commercial break. Um, and that does, unfortunately, conclude our Royals talk for this segment. We'll, I'm sure we'll do more of it at 8. We'll get into There's also another story in baseball with Freddie Freeman that I think is really interesting. We'll, we'll probably do some baseball in the 8 o'clock hour. But they, the Royals won the day. And the point that I was going to make before we ended up in this much more interesting place is that the Royals won the day and I feel virtually nothing because that's, that's the bed that they've made. That's where that's... Holy bleep, that's They're where that nasty. started. They nasty. They nasty. That was the gist of it. Dane Moore definitely changes his sheets daily. 
Got to make sure you get all the scent off. I have a theory about the appropriate amount of time that you should you should leave your sheets on, but I'm afraid to say it and, and disrupt the voters. Tell Eldred tries. Great, great attitude when he does his laundry. Just mediocre results. Great attitude, though. You got one more? I think at some point somebody would have stepped in and be like, hey, I'll handle it. Gonna keep letting them try. Brady Singer finally just learned that yeah, you put the dish pot or you put the the Tide Pod into the washing machine, and it it just does a whole world of difference. What's Jackson Coar's laundry problem? Um, Daniel Lynch did laundry too hard. He got a blister. The washing machine just wasn't spinning fast enough. He mm. gave it a nice little deal. He got back in there, did some tinkering, right? Did some adjusting to the machine. Yeah, he was like something's clearly not working here. This just there's not. I'm not getting enough spin on my washer. That's and the issue with and with, now he's got enough spin, and so now the clothes aren't aren't too straight. The issue with Cal is that he doesn't care about his washer spin rate at all, and we're like, no. hey man, it really it's not agitating at all. It's like, I don't care about anything called spin rate. It's like why are you so angry? I don't. To be fair, I don't think that Cal Aldred is a notoriously uh, angry man. That's the way that I have portrayed him just now. It's just that you know, the results of the laundry could be a little. It could be a little fresher. That's all we're saying. You know what? Couldn't get fresher. Can't Swanson. We'll talk to him next. You're listening to Almost Entirely Sports. Yeah, well, you know what? You can see beards. There's a, there's a specific phrase for exactly where this one big old hole in the sweater is, uh-huh. you can see Russell Westbrook's underboob. Yep. I wasn't going to say it. I wasn't going to let you drown. With Joshua Briscoe. I'm here. Drowning in the underboob. On Sports Radio 810 WHB. That's why I associate the word underboob with Russell Westbrook. Told you we'd pay that off. You just had to stick around through the commercial. Even more of a payoff coming now, though, from our dear friend Kent Swanson of KC Sports Network, who joins us now. You can follow him, as always, on Twitter at Kent underscore Swanson, although I don't really see a reason to. I do see a reason to subscribe to the KC Sports Network substack, kcsn.substack.com. In fact, like literally five or ten minutes before the show, I got a notification that I had sent some money to KC Sports Network. So presumably, I guess we're I guess we're in year two now. Kent, is that true? support buddy and gotcha. i'm really glad that i'm not being associated with underboot but um <laughs> no really appreciate it. yeah this is about the time that the renewals are starting so thanks i just that's how i found out because which is you know you know how whenever you have a subscription that you meant to cancel a long time ago and then it bills again you're like oh god i'm in for another period there of are it. apps for that I, I need to un- I need to download one of those. I'm kidding. You're welcome, Kent. I'm happy to I'm happy to support the great work you do over at the KC Sports Network and can and KCSportsNetwork.com. We could prorate the we can just prorate the uh, refund if you want. I mean, mm. it's fine. I, I I get it. No, I, I I understand entirely, buddy. It's okay. But no, thank you for support. I can't believe year one's in the books. I know. And like honestly. It's been a it's been a wild ride. Like this thing is is been more than I could have ever dreamed getting to be part of this. And I'm I'm not trying to get too sentimental because like that's not what I do when I'm on this show. You but, can do uh, you can get a little sentimental. I don't want I don't it, I just don't want to. <laughs> get a like I have no desire to do that. But no, it's it's been good. It's it's been fun and a byproduct of all this. I just all of a sudden I I, I came back from the dead. As a result of KC Sports Network. I owe a lot to this place. Well, and I mean, since you're here, you know, and you can speak to, you know, Kansas City and then even beyond, I mean, I, I, I have to imagine that it's really been a touching, beautiful experience to be kind of supported in this way over the last 365 days and change. And I just, I'm just curious how that's affected you and your, and your family and your life and your emotions. I don't, quit trying to get me all emotional and sappy here, buddy. I mean, a lot's happened the last year. I had another kid. And I was just, it's I it, no, it's, it's fun, been. I, it's okay. <laughs> without without getting without you know drawing too many tears though, like I mean, it's 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 awesome. You do my my motto is always do cool things with friends, and I'm getting to do cool things with friends at Casey Sports Tech, and I'm getting to do cool things with my friend Josh Briscoe on Wednesday nights, so, most Wednesday nights when I'm not blowing him off. Yeah, I mean, yeah, occasional. Hey, be, uh, sorry, I got so distracted by how bad I wanted you to hit the button. I just called Rudy Beards. Yeah, wow. Because hit F eight. Just hit F8 and just save it. No, it's just trust me. It's fine. It'll be worth it. I was so excited. Oh, no. I was so excited 
to get that audio that I forgot your name for a second, Rudy. No problem. That's I, When you hear it back, you'll understand. Oh, no, I mean, I, I heard. Um, one thing here, Kent, again, if I, I, I will stop badgering you for your emotional, sensitive topics after this, but I do want to know how frequently you wash your bed sheets. So, <laughs> I, uh, we, we wash ours very frequently. I'm married, which is just an, an incredible, incredible value when it comes to that. Because when I was in college, I was a slob. Yeah. And I don't think I washed my my bed sheets to a, an acceptable level as a as an early twenties bachelor. So yeah. like my wife, I mean my wife is on it. You know she washes our bed sheets all the time. But I mean when I was a, if it was just me at the house, I, if I'm being honest, I'm probably not washing them as frequently as I should. But so here's here's the thing that what you just did is the exact part of this conversation that genuinely interests me is that I feel like everybody is afraid to put a name on it. Everybody's afraid, like, oh, I don't know, probably not enough, or I don't know, a normal amount. So like Rudy just said that during college, he's not sure he washes bed sheets at all. I'm thinking that came off like a plaster casing off of his bed. Like just it's just there for too long. That's just horrifying. But you set those on fire yes. afterwards is what you do. Yes. I, I absolutely spilt water on them from time to time. So, like, that's a wash, that's right? That's basically cleaning them. Halfway. <laughs> uh, so what, what would you say now, then, is, like, what would you say is an acceptable amount of time to wash your sheets? Or to leave like them the, the maximum that you should be allowed to? Yeah. What, what would be the longest that you could go without somebody without washing their bed sheets on just, you know, a regular stretch? Nobody, you know, no kid barfed on the pillow or anything. But a, an acceptable amount of time that's right at the boundary. If like, it was more than that, it'd be kind of gross. But as long as you're washing them every blank. Eh, Ten days. I think that's about the line. And I, I almost said a week, but like I feel like if if you told me we hadn't washed our bed sheets in ten days, I'd be like, you know, it's fine. I, I I think that's about the acceptable level. But like you would probably lie in public and say seven. This is exactly the payoff I was looking for. I don't like your answer. <laughs> this is exactly the payoff I was looking for. Rudy, how often do you wash your bed sheets? I would say probably like every other month. Oh. Oh, Rudy. I don't think that's that bad. I, here, here's what I said when this started last segment. I'm also like I, I'm single. I, I, if you're married, maybe that maybe that changes thing, right? Like anybody who's married who is is going more than ten days, maybe that's weird. I think if you're single and you're doing it every two months, if you're living by yourselves, uh, I think that's a pretty good rate. Okay, okay, I've got I've got another follow up here. Okay, this is gonna sound like a weird question, Rudy. Can you go to bed without showering? Like, do you shower I, before you get into bed? I mean, like, I can, but I prefer to shower at the end of the day. I, you know, if I get home, like, there, there, there have been nights where I've gotten home at, like, 1 a.m. I'm just, I'm just falling into bed and going to sleep. But generally speaking, I like to shower before I go to bed. Oh, see, like, I've, so I've got a thing. I've got to shower before I go to bed. Like, okay. I've got see, well, this... I have to shower when I wake up. I cannot yes. do a day without a shower. Like, for shower is my coffee. It's the, I think you're I think you're doing it wrong. I think you get clean for your room and then you just you know you accumulate the dirt during the day and then make sure you end the evening clean like, and you're just doing the exact opposite. No 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 no. I like doing both. I, I most days I do both showers. I like to, I the, I love a shower. It is my favorite activity to do. It is a, it is it is the when I shower with the hot water. It is about the happiest that I ever am because I crave heat so much. It's the only time where I, I'm not freezing. I just feel well, content in life. Well, at least you can save on the water bill showering twice a day yes. because you don't wash your clothes. So I, exactly. see how, I see how that all works out. Okay, I got you. I, I'm a, I'm a um, beginning of the day showerer. So I think... I do think that that is a philosophical difference of do you view the bed as a clean place or as a as a dirty place? <laughs> so I guess I that, that impacts determine, it. But. I said, but like that's a key question when it comes to determining the frequency at which you wash your yes. at which you wash your. I would imagine. Yes, I think no, I think so. I think that is the philosophical difference that plays into it. My theory in the first segment, though, was that everyone has wildly different ranges of acceptability for their sheet washing, and that if you ask someone without them knowing what the options are, that that the responses will vary. So I put out uh, a poll oh, just during the breaks. So we're like 120 votes in right now, and our, our, my categories were every zero to two weeks, monthly ish, every two to three months, or I'm nasty. 
And right now, every zero to two, zero to two weeks has 42%. Monthly-ish has 38%. Every two to three months has 10%. I'm nasty has 10%. I think, I, mean, a, I think I think the 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 data visualization of how, of this would be absolutely you would learn nothing from it other than it'd just be chaos. There is probably some obscure college that has had this exact study funded, and like if you dig hard enough on the internet, you can probably find some real scientific analysis. Because honestly, the sample size isn't as good as it could be because you don't have as many followers as me on Twitter. So mm, you probably aren't going to, you know, you, you probably need to find a, a little bit bigger sample size to actually get, you know, a good representation and way better parameters than what two to three is. I'm nasty. Two to three months is I'm nasty. That is like, I don't think I, even even gross college bachelor like fresh out of college can't wash his bed sheets more than you know every two months, fairly, but more than that. Uh, I didn't hear Rudy. I didn't hear anything. Kent just said. I was just trying to see if I could just report this KC Sports Network charge on my on my uh, credit card app as fraudulent, <laughs> just you. so I could try to get my money back. I, think I just that's fair. Thank you. report a problem is the button that is here for me. Let's just see problem. Kent was mean to me about my Twitter followers on the radio again and send. I, I don't I don't think we made spite. A drop down on why you need to unsubscribe. I'm sorry. I'll add that for you. <laughs> yeah, please. Yes. Yeah. What? What? What was wrong with this purchase? Uh, hurt, hurt my feelings. Uh, too spiteful. All right. Well, I'm glad that we. I'm glad that we solved the uh, the, the bed yes, sheet. I just have to wash my bed sheets more often. I think it's fine. I like having clean deal. sheets. It's just weirdly one of my least favorite like easy chores to do. I don't like putting fitted sheets just, on. I don't I know just why. Don't think about it like that much to be honest. It's a thing I just like forget to. Like I do laundry every week. Just forget to do the sheets very often. Uh, I mean, we're just in a place right now that I feel like we're all, I don't know if we're all better for or worse for, but we all know a little more and, you know, knowledge is power. So that's, that's worth something. I'll be honest with you, Josh. I think we just started it. We could probably do another 30 minutes on it somehow. Cause like, I think yeah. this is a very deep debate, but I mean, I, if, they, if people haven't turned the radio off by now, like I, I, I don't know what they're doing. I mean, I've been doing this show here for a while. If they're still coming back at this time slot, at this point, it's on them. It's like, bore me once, shame on you. Bore me 300 times, shame on me. <laughs> they have the same problem. 300? I, that's low. I just assume that they they only tune in every once in a while just to check in and see how things went. Uh, just Make oh, sure still, still alive. And still, yeah, literally, literally I guess. And still boring. Um, you know what? We can make a pivot to a little bit of Chiefs talk. It's, it's sort of a quiet time. Um, you had a news story go up today, actually, um, about uh, about some under the radar players that, that you know entering training camp. I don't want to talk about any of those because, frankly, I don't think. That... Is my Kent. microphone off? Kent. Hello. Kent. Yeah. Wait a... Yeah. Don't listen to Josh. Hey. We want to talk about your article today. Hey. Did you just turn off my microphone? Is there? Uh, there's a Kentucky guy in that article. Isn't there, there may or may me? not be a Kentucky guy in this article, and I th- I think everybody wants to know. Hey, no. Who are the Who are the people that we? Shh, 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 Nobody cares. Shh, Josh. Shh. Nobody cares about Lonnie Johnson. Oh, Josh. <laughs> hey, I, Josh. You know what? That is a great segue. I would love to hear more about Lonnie Johnson. That makes one of us. <laughs> I would too. Actually, Rudy, because uh, I, I did you remember that Lonnie Johnson was on the football team? I mean, I know you, I know Rudy would not have forgot, but like I kind of forget from time to time. <laughs> oh, this is deli- I wish I was in studio right now for this. I would have, I would have helped. Um, man, I, I, I'm, I kind of, I'm kind of fascinated by Lonnie Johnson. Like, I think we think he's a guarantee to make the roster and and all this stuff. He kind of became an afterthought through all this stuff and through all this offseason with they where the Chiefs drafted a bajillion corners. But man, like, I kind of, I kind of feel like. You know, he's he's kind of been forgotten a little bit. Either, like, just assumed to be on the roster, which I don't think a 2024 conditional seventh-round pick guarantees him a roster mm-hmm. spot. Or, I, I, or, I don't know. I don't know why we've forgotten about him. But, like, I think he's one of the more interesting guys you need to watch at training camp in St. Joseph here in a month. Because, like, that guy, he played safety. He's got corner skills. He's got the corner size for Steve Spagnuolo. Like, this guy was handmade to, to be a Steve Spagnuolo cornerback. Let's find out. Let's see what happens. And like, I think it's just like, I don't think it's a guarantee he makes the roster because like the, the the Texans moved him from cornerback to safety. So let's find out. That's my fine. Only, no, really, we my can... only counter argument is the guarantee to make the roster. He did go to Kentucky. 
Oh, that's a good point. And, I mean, the Chiefs do love themselves some Kentucky players. They do now because we're a football school. Yeah, no, that's about right. I don't think your football team lost to St. Peter's. They, they certainly did not. <laughs> and my, my sources are telling me that they, that they are on the hot cold meter. It is hot for 2041 future five-star quarterback recruit Patrick Mahomes, the fourth or third, whatever he would be. Good math, Rudy. I got it. Uh, you know, that's yeah, what my sources be, say. Why don't you just Why don't you just live in the Will, Will Levis era instead oh. of worrying so much about instead of worrying so much about the future right but, now, buddy? But that's the beauty of Kentucky football. It's just it's bright for the rest of eternity. <laughs> Kentucky football is like a, is like Earth with a no ozone. It's just hot. The sun is bright and it's hot. Yeah, it's a it's Constantly. a rocket ship that that you're strapping yourself to, uh, and and John Calipari sits on Earth just 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 crying about about the status that he has lost in the in the bluegrass state. Can I go now? You can. Okay, thanks. Oh, hi, Josh. Hey, Kent. What's up? You guys really did some great radio together, and I really enjoyed listening to it after I was let out of the closet that I was unceremoniously shoved into. Yeah, you sounded a little muzzled. I, I was wondering what that was. I mean, I can't complain, but, like, yeah, I was kind of wondering what was going on there. Yeah, very. I, I don't think, I. you know, if I could really make a bold prediction here, Kent, I don't think we're going to get one single complaint about me um, being muzzled on this show. <laughs> but, My only hope was that Rudy was going to send me off before I had to say hi to you anymore, but that's okay. Well, I, I need a Let little bit. Let me reopen bit. the Capital One app. Just need a little bit more time for me, Kent. On four, four, I don't think I can keep Josh under the wraps for 20 more minutes. That, that might be a miracle. Eventually, I would walk out of the studio <laughs> yes. into the control room and grab Rudy's microphone and just be like, Kent, I want to know about Josh Kando! And that would have been... That would have been more interested in Josh Kando than Lonnie Johnson. Lonnie Johnson could probably play defensive end better than Josh Kando. Oh, come on. I'm just kidding. Maybe. I just, I, look, I just respect the school that Josh Kando went to and that, you know, I understand that's controversial, but. Hey, Florida State's a fine institution. You know what Florida State produced? Kentucky head football coach Mark Stoops, who was the defensive coordinator there when they won the national title, then he left for Kentucky. Football school. And Florida and State's can, never been the same since. If we can be honest, Kentucky would beat the brakes off of Florida State right this second if they played. They, they would right now, yeah. Florida State's bad. Josh Kando might have gotten better coaching in Kentucky. <laughs> he would have. Probably would have. He 100% would have. Um, here's, here's my, uh, you, we, we can go as broad or narrow as, as you'd like here on the, the edges in general, but I, I'm, I'm having a hard time getting a full feel on how much we actually believe in any of these defensive ends. I'm, I'm going to say not including George Karloftis and Frank Clark, even though they obviously both have their very different but very substantial questions. But behind him, behind the two of them even, I, I keep like looking at the depth chart and expecting to see just someone who's played NFL games before. And it's Mike Dana and Josh Kando and, and Malik Herring. Like it's a, I don't know, man. To me, that I, I, am, I am left quite nervous about all of that. Josh Kando did not record a stat in his rookie year. He played a few games. So like if you call if you call games appeared in a stat, like he didn't record one single defensive stat. Um, Mike Dana's a good player. I I don't think there's any way you can feel good about like the defensive line, like as a as a whole, like specifically defensive end. I don't feel good about it. Like, and it's not that I like I actually really came along came around on George Karloftis, like mid-process, mid-draft process, but, like, it's scary to bank on another another year older Frank Clark, rookie George Karloftis, and Mike Dana. Like, that's, a, that's like, a – there's too much unknown for me to feel comfortable about that group. Maybe, yeah, Josh Kando, cool, solid rotational piece. I, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to write about it. I'm thinking about writing about it. But I think this team should trade for Robert Quinn yesterday. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe once, like maybe once the Orlando Brown stuff clears, like maybe some more money kind of you know makes itself available. But like the Chiefs have ten draft picks next year, they've got an extra third, they got an extra fourth, they got an extra, they got like plenty of draft capital. I would one hundred percent go trade uh, for Robert Quinn, hmm. especially considering he's only going to be like a twelve million dollar cap hit. Yeah. Like that. Tell me how how good would you feel if you you could just 
treat George Karloftis as, I don't want to call it gravy, but like close to gravy. You yeah. know, like if you could just, if you could just say, you know, George Karloftis is going to play a lot of snaps. We don't know what kind of production we're going to get out of him, but we know we're going to get a solid rotational piece. But Robert Quinn's there to, to really affect the quarterback and, and really, you know, get some production off the edge. Tell me you wouldn't feel just incredible about that group if that happens. I would feel significantly better, 100%. The only spot where I think I might disagree with you is that I might suddenly treat Frank Clark like the gravy and say, hey, whatever they get out of Frank Clark one way or the other, I can I can be happy about. But I, I, this might be insane because one of these guys has been in the NFL for a number of years now and one of them was playing water polo 45 minutes ago. But I, I think I have more, I certainly have more confidence in George Karloftis being on the field than Frank Clark. And some of that, some of his like injury stuff is not, it's not his, injuries aren't almost never our players' faults. I don't want to make that clear. And even his stuff isn't always like, the same thing, although the hamstrings have been, you know, they were a problem last year. But I, uh, regardless, if, the, if those three guys are your one, two, three in some form or fashion, I would feel significantly better. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, and I, like, I, for, with Frank Clark, like, I think you just, you know what he is at this point in his career, and he's yeah. not going to get a ton of production from, from the disruption, but I think he does really, really good stuff in the run game still. I think he's sound. He's good at the point of attack. He'll do what you want there. And, like, that ceiling, I think, is actually a little bit higher guaranteed relative to, to Karloftis. But, like, mm. you're going to get outstanding effort out of Karloftis. And I I love the idea of, like, him getting to just play a ton of sack, uh, a ton of snaps still, though, and, the, yeah. you know, the production still coming because they've raised the ceiling significantly with Bob Quinn. Like, oh, I I, 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 it's been in the back of my head since I found out that, like, Robert Quinn was, like, unhappy in Chicago and like uh, that's that's the like if there's one more move that she's can make that's it that's it hands down that's it I think the last thing for you is to start calling him Bobby Q because you called him Bob Quinn just there and that feels like a very Kent thing but if you start calling him Bobby Q I feel like it's gonna happen but uh, yeah bar yeah Bobby Q gets some barbecue you know it's, wow it's it's, wow the endorsement deals right themselves yep it's 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 so easy incredible Q39's calling already. I wish I wish every barbecue place in Kansas City would call me. Um, they're all everybody's good. I love you. I love you all. Just bring bring some bar, bring some barbecue to the table. Boy, that didn't even. That's that's it right there. That uh, was the most I can be bought statement you've ever made without saying you can be bought. By the way, just now, Josh. Oh, cool. Hold on one second, Kent. I can be bought. Just in case there's any <laughs> doubt. <laughs> um. But I, uh, I don't want that to, you know, like I, I, we are, we now on a frequent basis talk about the wonderful folks at Ruback Fine Jewelry, and I'm going to um, continue to to plug that. I even mentioned, I don't know if I've said this on air before, but you, you were the guiding hand that pointed me in the right direction long before Ruback was was a part of this show, and uh, I've I've now gotten to tell that success story a number of times over. So I'm, you know, I'm just I'm just a happy customer from Ruback, which would also be the case for literally every barbecue spot, I think. Selfishly, I just wanted you know more things to to say about the wonderful pe- people at Ruback Fine Jewelry when I was doing my reads for them. So you you actually using them uh, played perfectly into exactly what I needed because I do love talking about the fine people at Ruback Fine Jewelry. <laughs> Al is absolutely wonderful, yes. as you have learned as well, Joshua. Tre- yes, tremendous. I think all I got to do is say the URL, and then we can just use we can just use this as one of the times we've officially talked about Ruback on the show. Yeah, ruback.co. You, you got to slash off the M at the end of the link, and no it makes M. it so. It's just that you're just saving that much more time, just like you're going to save so much more money. They've been serving Ruback the Kansas City community for more than a hundred years. That's. Do you know that a custom ring means a custom budget? That line has stuck with me this entire time because I literally never thought about it that way until I was out here trying to get a custom ring. It's like, oh, yeah, that's true. And the thing about Hal is, he's not going to push you beyond that budget. Yeah. You know that, like he's he's just not going to put a ton of pressure on you. He's just gonna he's gonna help you find something that fits exactly what you're looking to do, and he's not trying to nickel and dime you on the way out. He's trying to just you know stay within the confines of what you feel comfortable with because he wants you to have a comfortable ring buying experience too. I to be honest, I never even considered that because throughout that whole process, I, it was all so true that I never for a second was like, is he gonna try to is he gonna try to push in one direction or the other? Like whenever we talked budget and we decided on like a on a diamond size and shape. He brought out two of them. We looked at them under a jeweler's microscope or whatever that jeweler's 
eyeglass eye thingy. I think there's a specific word for it, right? I'd never done that before. It was very cool. I got to look into the inside of the diamond, and I was like, I like this one a little more than that one. And he was like, great. I like this one, too. Let's do it. And then we did it. It was great. Ruback Fine Jewelry. R-U-B-A-C-K dot C-O. Make your appointment today. Boom. That wasn't even planned. Kent and I just both have loving feelings towards Ruback Fine Jewelry. Yeah, we've 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 been singing their praises for so long. We just you know we could rat a tat tat, no problem. It's great. This I like, and shout out how this conversation literally would have happened off air. That's one hundred percent serious. <laughs> I'm not kidding. We've had this conversation before. Anyway, yes, we have. Um, I had a question about the pass rush that I've forgotten about, so I'm going to move on to something else you read about recently that is, that is maybe a little more exciting. We, we talked about we talked about all the pass catchers uh, you know, in various forms or fashions, and, and you talked about Sky Moore's ability to run the slant whenever the Chiefs drafted him. That was where you began. Um, and, and now you've, you've looked at that and the, the best routes for um, these, these, new, uh, these new additions that I'd like to you know, get a little bit from. You can also, again, read it all at kcsn.substack.com. Um, I want to start with, with Sky Moore, though, I think, because I'm finding myself to be in a place where I am... I'm saying I'm not going to draft him in fantasy this year, but that's solely an issue of he's a rookie entering Andy Reid's system. But I think that you might be able to make the case for what his production could look like this year, perhaps surrounding this particular route. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'd have a hard time putting a number on it, but like, sure. I do think that there are, like, even if he can't, you know, earn, you know, complete trust of the entirety of the playbook. And, you know, they kind of have to pick some, pick their spots with him a little bit. And like, he doesn't, you know, maybe play all three positions and all that stuff. Like, I think there's a very defined skill set trait role like that already exists for him. Obviously might become a little bit more predictable. Like if he's just running these slants on the RPOs and all that stuff. But I mean, the chiefs got the best, you know, the best slant runner with, some of the best hands in the class that's tough and willing to catch the ball over the middle of the field that can run through defenses and run through contact. Like if you look at those specific traits, that's an area of the field with the RPO slant that all those things shine. And like Andy Reid's so good about taking the absolute strengths of her players to maximize his offense. Like Mm. that's the exact spot where Sky Moore fits. And you've seen like the best, most explosive versions of the Chiefs' offenses have had the slants on the RPOs turning into you know to long long touchdowns potentially. Like I think Patrick Mahomes' first touchdown of his you know his first year as a starter, I believe, was the RPO slant to Tyree Kill. Mm. Now, like I mean, yeah, Skymore's not going to run through all those defenses the same way Tyree Kill is, but I bet you he can turn those into more explosive plays. Yeah. And like this team, I feel like. You know, some of the longer touchdowns, some of the more explosive plays, like teams really did a good job taking those away. This is an area the field Sky Moore can specifically win, and I think he can do a fantastic job and build from there. I I don't know what you're going to say to this, which, you know, I often don't know, but this one, I don't know what I would say to this. Necessarily. I think I do. I think I have my answer, but I don't know what yours is going to be. If, if there was one wide receiver on this team right now where you could guarantee – you know, 17 healthy regular season games and healthy through the playoffs. One receiver, obviously not Travis Kelsey. I don't mean Travis Kelsey. But one wide receiver on this offense that you think is the most important to the Chiefs in 2022, who would that be? Ooh, I hate you. Ooh, why do you hate me this at is, this time? This is a... This is a this is, it's just a really, really good, difficult question. It's a tough one, um, isn't it? I was trying to answer yeah. it for myself as I was about to tee it up for you, even stalling to give you more time like I am now so you can really believe in the answer you're going to give. I, I, I don't know. I've got, I think I've got it, but like I think you can make a case. You can make a case for Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Right. But I think, it's, I think it's Juju. I agree. I think it's Juju. I think there's like the, the chain-moving aspect. Mm-hmm of what he provides and the big physical body, the big physical target and the areas that he wins in the kind of short to intermediate toughness after the catch, like those kind of things. Like I think he's probably the most valuable piece and like there's more variance to a Marquez Valdez Scantling. There's more explosion to that, but I mean, the Chiefs needed guys to help them move the chains because teams were so hell bent on keeping them from moving the chains last year or keeping them from, you know, uh, you know, getting the explosive plays and forcing them to play kind of long, sustained drives. They need consistency. And, like, Juju's that guy. If you get him for 17 games, like, that's been one of the big questions about him anyway. Mm. He's probably the most talented receiver and the most productive receiver of all that group so far. You know, so, yeah, it's Juju. I think it's Juju. 
what would the MVS case look like? Because I agree with you. And I'm, I'm thinking if, if I was going to build the MVS case, it would probably be around just that Travis Kelsey still exists. Not that he alone can move the chains, because you just mentioned last year, obviously. Um, but, but what would your MVS case look like? Sounds like he's winning in more areas and getting to do stuff in more areas of the field than he's got to in the past. He's still a big body guy. He's still a really explosive guy that has, you know, he's got more, you know, explosive potential. He's got a higher ceiling, I think, than Juju when it comes to like a per play kind of or per target kind of, you know, situation. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if you're looking to try to replace the, you know, threat, the explosive element, like MVS is the guy. Like he's probably the one best equipped to – you know, to scare defenses. Like, I think mm. McColl scares defenses in some capacity. Sky scares defenses in some, some capacity. But, like, MVS is the guy. Like, he's the one, like, I think that can really make this offense kind of scary if he if he lives up to his contract and lives up to, you know, some of the stuff that you're hearing about him during the offseason. Solely for this year, who would be third since, since we're here? Who'd be third? Yeah. In wide receiver importance, I mean, I, I think I, it's uh, it's got to be Sky Moore or or McCole Hardman, right? I, I think literally has to be one easily, of those two. Easily, um, it's, it's probably Sky because Sky raises the ceiling, or raises the ceiling and the floor of this group if he's productive. And so, like, I I think, and I think he's got, I think he's he's got a more well-rounded skill set than what McColl is. Like, I think this team can win without what McColl does. Mm. But what McColl does in the right timing provides some significant value. So, I don't know, give me, give me, give me Sky, but I'm probably a hater, right? Well, I just, I, my only other receiver question was going to be, why do you hate McColl Harbin so much? What did he do to your family? Yeah. <laughs> I just, I, you know, and, and, that's, and that's what I'm saying. It's, my, my, it's, 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 it's a toss-up. Yeah, sure. Um, it's a toss-up, but, like, I think you can get... It's it's tough. Here's, what, I, here's something I think is you funny. can make a good. Go ahead. Do what? No, I, I, something I think is funny about the Hardman, you know, hashtag discourse is that last year it was all like, here we go. Like, could he be the guy that raises the ceiling of the offense? Another, or what could he do? In the, and this year, he's the quote unquote boring member of the receiving core because he's the <laughs> only one that we've seen in a Chiefs uniform. Like, it's just that that, that is a massively different offseason sort of hype train for a guy. Partially because you know, I guess they were, they were, you know, underwhelming throughout most of last year, more later in the year, though. If, if he was still the unknown we would obviously be talking about him more and, and he just happens to be the the veteran of the offense now which is just sort of interesting to me i'm fascinated to see what he looks like without tyreek too me too and so like i don't i don't know if it's in a good way necessarily so we'll see like that's i we'll see i i i don't know like i mean i i think he's still confined to what he does but are people going to be more keen on what he does with tyreek out I'm, hmm. I don't know. I'm a little dubious. It's going to be interesting to watch, especially with the all the guys that could potentially get the ball this year. It's going to be. I'm so fat. I'm and I'm beyond interested in this offense. I cannot wait to see. Yeah. Just even just seeing him in training camp is going to be interesting. Yeah, I'm with you. That it is. It is fun that 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 does come with so much uncertainty amongst all of the the pass catchers and fantasy stat compilers. That you know, it, it's it's uncertain, but it's. Also fun for that exact reason. Um, so last thing then is is we've talked about the pass rush, we've talked about the pass catchers, and that's sort of been where a lot of this offseason circled around. But what would be your 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 bronze medalist for thing that you find either most interesting or concerning or a battle you're looking forward to, but some some place where you go, we're not talking about this as much as we're talking about the pass rush and the pass catchers, and this should be next up. It's it's the entire secondary. Yeah. <laughs> Like I would say specifically the cornerback position because I mean the Chiefs have thrown a lot of young guys at it, a lot of unknown guys at it, and like lottery ticket types and and like Lonnie Johnson, uh, you know they've thrown a lot of guys at it. I'm so interested to see like who kind of comes out of those battles, who of the young guys is ready to contribute early, who gets to stick around long long enough to develop. Like all of that to me is extremely fascinating, and like. You could you could put it right. I'm the, every the entirety of the the entirety of the defense is just going to be yeah. just so fun. I, I this is the most excited I've been for a Chiefs like season to start in a while. Like it's yeah. always just been an inevitability. And like I still think the Chiefs are going to win like a bajillion games. Probably when the AFC West laughed in the face of the AFC West for all they did to try to you know 
supplant the Chiefs, and it's not going to matter. But how the Chiefs get there is going to be a lot more interesting. Uh, and then finally, what's your current uh, what's your current emotional state on God's favorite baseball team? <sighs> they won today, Kent. Why do you sound so sad? I want them. To, I almost want them to lose. I just. I want. I want. I, I'm. I'm broken. Like I'm just emotionally spent, and I'm apathetic, and that's probably the last thing that you want to be, and that's the last thing that the Royals want you to be. But like that's how I feel. I'm just. I'm spent. I'm angry. I'm frustrated. I took some of the quotes that we've heard from Dayton Moore. The just the disregard for you know the most important asset in baseball and trying to develop the pitching staff just it all it hurts and i still watch them (laughs) (laughs) and i still i still watch them josh i hate that i love them so much (laughs) i'm a i'm a wreck always game uh we started the show today we were about five minutes into the end of the hour and I said that the Royals at this point, despite winning today, they've made their own bed. The point that I was getting to was that they've made their own bed in terms of this team just still isn't very good. The future, the, like the direction of the franchise doesn't feel very productive. And overall apathy is the thing that has sunk in. But I didn't say oh, that. Oh, that's where we were going. No, I didn't get to say all of that because Rudy said, when did they make their bed last? And I think like 2017, probably. And then after that, it's been kind of a just been kind of stinky. And then I said, how often do you wash your bed sheets, Rudy? And then that was the first segment instead of talking about the Royals, which ultimately ended up being performance art to dictate our apathy. That's how Eldred. Cal Eldred does not wash his bed sheets ever, but he makes his bed every day and starts every morning with a positive attitude. My theory, my theory is that his washing machine doesn't agitate um, because he doesn't like anything that uses spin rates. <laughs> but that's mean and rude and unfair. So I, I, that's, I didn't say that. But that's what I was gonna that's, say. Uh, yeah, that's that's perfect. <laughs> It's impossible also. You're, right now, you are the only human being who can be, you and Rudy are the only human beings who can be an audience for that joke because to try to exp- like make that joke out of context would require 30 minutes of radio listening and an extensive knowledge of the Royals pitching situation. So I appreciate you being here to laugh at my jokes. Well, that's part of baseball's problem right there. My jokes? Spin rate. No, the explaining spin rate. No. Oh, okay. Well, fair enough. Um, Kent, even though you were um, really mean at least two or three times and shamed Rudy for his dirty bed sheets, I do not regret a, a nickel that I have spent on the KCSN Substack. You also can go listen to the uh, KC Lab podcast, which I imagine you're going to have a, a new one come out of the oven really soon. We need to let you go, huh? Yep, you absolutely do. Bye, and Kent. I do love you despite all of my barbs oh. while we're being sentimental. Love you too, Kent. I'm glad that you were able to get in touch with your emotions today. Go wash your sheets. Always game. Always game. Bye, Kent. Bye. Kent Swanson has a podcast to do. You can follow him on Twitter at Kent underscore Swanson. You can uh, check out his work, of course, again, kcsn.substack.com. For the written stuff, the KC Laboratory podcast is tremendous. Uh, You can check out the whole KCSN network at at kcsportsnetwork.com, and that'll send you all the different directions for anything you might want from the, uh, the great crew over there. Current poll update. Every zero to two weeks and monthly-ish are both around 41-42% of the vote. And then every two to three months or I'm nasty combines for about 15% of the vote. I need to wash my sheets more. And see, this is this is we're providing we're providing an educational opportunity for a bunch of people who are now statistically speaking nasty. You're welcome, America. Yeah.